star wars george lucas gave to me eleven snakes a healing ten porks a roasting nine rat thoughts rolling eight Ewoks dying seven, Adas shooting six, Tusken Raiders five, Death Star plans four, heisting crews three, dismembered limbs two, awkward dialogues and a really shitty prequel movie. Ho 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 ho! Hello and welcome everyone to day eleven of our twelve days of Star Wars special. Yes, we're still going. <laughs> I know it's quite late, but uh, I'm back to my regular schedule of content creation, so I can only edit the podcast at the end of the week. Anyways, today we discuss Rise of Skywalker. Uh, all three of us felt that it was a pretty lackluster film, while we did enjoy it. I, it had a little too much action while it didn't develop any of the characters or provide any character arcs. Also an incredible amount of time and effort was put into basically saying F you to Ryan Johnson and uh, it was kind of overdoing it. Felt like they were being a little too mean on that. Anyways, without further ado, welcome to episode 11 of our 12 days Star Wars special covering Rise of Skywalker. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of our 12 Days of Star Wars special. Today we're going to be covering the worst movie I've ever seen, Rise of Skywalker. Absolutely not. Best movie ever made. (laughs) Best movie since The Last Jedi. Barry, take us away. Oh boy. I think J.J. Abrams secretly hates Ryan Johnson. Maybe it's not so much of a secret. I've never I seen. I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> it's. I, I don't. It's. It's. It's an experience to watch an entire organization throw a man under a bus for two and a half hours. Uh, but they did it. <laughs> they did it. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, it was exceptional in that regard. Gosh, the, <laughs> the pacing in this movie is incredible. You mean bad? So I said the same before but it's as if these movies start off at a dead sprint and at some point they stumble and fall flat on their face and they but they pick themselves back up and instead of continuing from where they left off they go back to the start line and then start again and do the exact same thing (laughs) except that each time they have to go faster and faster and faster they just fall fat fall harder and harder and harder and this movie this movie fell real hard (laughs) The entire first act, having just very recently seen the movie, I can barely tell you what happened because it went by so quickly. I can tell you. I wrote it down. <laughs> it was... Uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to process. Yeah. The music was, for the most part, pretty good. John Williams, always, always amazing. The mm-hmm. visuals are always good. The acting was mostly pretty good, I think. Especially Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott, anytime he's on screen, mm-hmm. is just a treasure. <laughs> 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 we got him dead. <laughs> we got him dead. <laughs> <laughs> little, little baby Boba pops out. <laughs> the The problem stems from, uh, I don't know, editing choices, script choices. Studio choices, I strongly suspect. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. 
I I hate parts of this movie. I like parts of this movie, and at the end, I think I feel like it just fell somewhere in between for me. I'm just, mm. uh, I'm just exhausted by it. What do you think, Isaiah? Yeah, I I definitely agree. I don't know. I'm still like processing this film. I watched it maybe five days ago, six days ago. I'm still thinking about it. Like, was it a good movie, or was it? The best movie? <laughs> the best movie, movie ever made? movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I don't know. There's so many scenes that I was like, oh, this is exactly what I want. But why did you give me exactly what I want? You know? It's like, I felt like a lot of things were done completely out of fan service rather than of mm. any substance to the plot mm. itself. And that, to me, just felt a little, like, cheap. I felt like they were treating me like an idiot. They're like, oh, you know how you wanted yes. this thing? Here's this thing. And I was like, no, not like that. <laughs> yes. Give me what I want, yes, but, but not, not like, like that. that. <laughs> exactly, yes, but but not like that. Like Ray and Kylo Ren, it's like, yes, but but not like that. <laughs> Their relationship, yes, but but not like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought a, a funny thing was they spent so much time trying to – be like, hey, you remember that thing from that last movie? Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Rose, oh we're going to give her three speaking lines. That's it. <laughs> Two minutes of screen time. She's not an important character. To kiss with Finn? Yeah. Gone. <laughs> gone. Gone. Never Just happened. Gone. Dying never for the things you love? Never yeah. happened. <laughs> uh, but it was so funny how, like, especially, like, those last scenes with rose to like hey rose can you just like piss off and go back to the ship (laughs) (laughs) you notice how the whole movie they're just pushing her away from the main characters yeah Yeah. giving her a c plot line that they never show yeah i don't know it makes me kind of sad because i don't think that's her fault right it's not her fault it's great when she offers i'm gonna come with you and they all turn to her and just say no no and then they just move on (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's it. Yeah. Just give her a pat on the back, and then just move on. I'm so sad what they did to Rose. Cause, like, imagine if they did the same thing to Anakin, right? It's like, you know, wait, <sighs> like, like in the prequels? Yeah, like in the prequels. Oh, I'd be right? happy then. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know how I feel. It's just like they just pushed it to the side and just like whatever. Honestly, I think that they were very cowardly about this film. Mm. That was my main impression. Was like, you're going to kill Chewie. You're going to kill Chewbacca, you know? Don't be a little bee about it. Kill Chewie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, you know, don't pull your punches. Just, like, punch us straight in the face. Like, do it. You won't. And they didn't. Because they're scared. <laughs> they were so afraid to take you risks. You won't. You won't. That's right. You, you won't. didn't. <laughs> exactly. And they didn't. Yeah. You know? <sighs> Or what's another good example? 3PL? Oh, his memory's gone. Gone, not really. <laughs> oh, Psych, he's JK. back. 3PL is oh. way worse because they tell you even beforehand that there's no consequences. Yeah. They tell you right away. They're like, oh, he's got a memory backup. <laughs> yeah. Like, but no, he's something uh, about memory R2. being unreliable. R2. There's stakes. Mm-hmm. No, there's not. Oh, no, there's no stakes. Also, no one cares know? about 3PO. Come on. He's like the least. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I like 3PO. I thought but... you like 3PO, Sam. Yeah, I Isn't do. He he's the a pun master. The prequels. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. He saved Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> he saved that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking ROS as like an abbreviation. I was like, wait, 
the same movie. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> it rhymes. It's like so poetry. It's like yeah, poetry. Right. It's like poetry. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Rise of Sith, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Sadness. Yeah. That's what I got. <laughs> no, I was like, I was just disappointed because Ryan Johnson took too many risks and all of the wrong risks, but this movie has none of those risks, you know? Or it's like they pretend to build stakes, they pretend to make things more important than they are, but in the end, nothing really matters, right? Mm-hmm. And the most important storyline, like Kylo Ren. They just kind of wave him away. They're like, oh, he died. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the be- my, my favorite character, honestly, out of the entire... <sighs> it made me so sad, honestly. Yeah. Phasma yeah. was my favorite character. Yeah. Phasma's oh, you missed, you missed why. Uh, I agree with Barry. <laughs> Shiny Bat Lady is not the best character. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think, Sam? Man, I thought this was probably one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Uh, really? Yeah. I honestly like, didn't think it was that bad here let me explain why let me explain okay you just watched uh i i also disagree i don't think uh, ryan johnson took the wrong rich risks wrong changes i think it was wrong mm-hmm. in the sense that star wars fans wouldn't like it but in terms of cinema and like just the fan of the star wars universe I, it was enjoyable like you don't have to treat it as canon but the reason why i thought this was pro- so bad was that first of all nothing matters like you said Chewie dies. Not really. He's not that psych. Yeah. Just playing with you. And also doesn't make sense because we only saw one ship with Chewie go in it. And then it's lifting off. Where the heck was the second ship with Chewie? So it doesn't really explain. It's more like a, hey, hey, here's a cheap tug at your heartstrings to get the emotions going. Same thing happens with 3PO. But again, 3PO is not that important of a character. A lot of different things. Uh, Ray kills Ben, by the way. <laughs> but then they're like, psych. We're going to have her heal Ben because she has force she healing now. So I really she can explain. bring people back from the dead. She can. Uh, so can might, I learn this power? Yeah, can I learn this power? Some might call unnatural. But uh, but then thing that sucks too that doesn't matter is, again, she stabbed Ben. Uh, there's no emotional conflict. There's no like – it would have been better for her to not kill Ben in his moment of weakness because he was wrecking her. And then Leia goes, hey, Ben, I'm your mama. And he's like, Mom? And then he's like, oh, no, distracted. And then she stabs him. When, when she stabbed him in theaters, I just straight up burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, oh, Not man, the what a savage. Master <laughs> <Master> Skywalker. <laughs> oh, but like, um, yeah, and then like, and he just heals her. And, and like, there's, what, what, what do we get out of that? Like, is there, was there a conflict for her? There really wasn't. Like, she, she undid what she did. It didn't matter that he stabbed her. Did, like, Ben Solo change because of that? Like, did he yeah. go from Kylo Ren to Ben because of that moment? Not really. Mm-hmm. When did, did he change? When he was talking to Han. That moment was pretty good for me, at least. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice. It was nicely mirrored with well, Force Awakens, where that moment where he kills Han, the same line of dialogue is used. Mm-hmm. And then that's what he should have done in Force Awakens, is not kill Han. And that's he makes the right decision here and he throws away his lightsaber. And we go back. So like here the movie treats you as stupid as well. On top of nothing mattering, nothing really being important, it treats you as too stupid. So like you remember the force healing scene we're talking about? Do you remember the snake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think of the snake? Am I the only one who was insulted by the snake? 
No, what happened was they wrote they they wrote the ending or they they wrote the the lightsaber thing healing first, and then they realized that they probably had to explain it, so they they wrote in the snake scene to the, to like, the beginning the of the film. Is, I was just like, whatever. Really? She can heal oh, things. Okay. It's fine. Is that I mean, okay, okay for me? Cause... Spoilers. It was also in the episode of The Mandalorian. It's why it came out three days earlier. Really? On, on Wednesday. Yeah. Actually, oh. now that you mention it, yeah. That's interesting. I just noticed that. That's the whole reason that episode exists and it came <laughs> out when it did. It's to show you that force healing is a, is a thing. <sighs> Anyways, like, they're doing this Indiana Jones chase sequence and all of a sudden there's just a snake chilling there injured. And she's like, put your weapons away, guys, because I'm going to force heal this thing, because cough, cough, we're going to use it later. And I was like, yeah, I'm not that dumb. The movie does it over and over again. And Okay, so let me give you an example. Like, in Force Awakens, when the super planet, Death Star, or whatever, shoots its magical beams at the Republic and destroys all the planets. And Finn's like, oh my gosh, it's the First Order. Right? And it's like, I can see that it's the first order. I don't need a character looking at the camera and telling me. <laughs> and then he goes, where's Ray?" And then it cuts to Ray. So, like, John Boyega was wasted as, like, a, a talking transition <laughs> for Ray. He says, where's Ray?" And it cuts to Ray almost, like, every time. Someone has to look at the camera and explain to us what's going on. I absolutely hate that. I hate that so much. Just show us the main difference between... The new trilogy versus the original is that they show us what's happening and leave us to figure it out for ourselves. Whereas this new one, they have to tell us what characters. So last shot I did that less, but there was a scene where you know Luke is walking out, right? And then yeah. we, you know, Finn is like, we should go out and help him, which is good because he's growing heroic. You know, he's being less of a coward there. Yeah. But yeah. then like Poe is like, no, he's doing this to buy us time. There must be a reason. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I can figure it out, Poe. Poe is basically the guy who tells the audience what's happening. You know, the emotional response of the characters, emotional response we should have, like he's explaining what's happening. They never really just shut up and show us. It's very rare. Last Jedi did that more often. That's why I like that movie more. But yeah, like, it, you like there's... The Last Jedi more than this movie? <laughs> I do. I, I genuinely do. <sighs> Oh, you okay. missed that podcast. You missed the podcast. I missed out. Yeah, yeah, I missed out. You missed out on a wild ride, dude. And all this dumb stuff. Like, you know how people are complaining about the bombs dropping on Last Jedi or like yeah. Admiral Holdo going to hyperspace, light speed, mm-hmm. and blowing up the ships? Do we have freaking Palpatine shoot lightning into the sky and it only targets rebel ships? He has unlimited power. <laughs> you know what yes, I mean? He truly has unlimited power. He truly has. Like, how are people not upset with unlimited how stupid they power. Unlimited pow- power. <laughs> unlimited <laughs> power. <laughs> and, like, oh, it's just so dumb because, like, uh, Ray is like, oh, come to me, come to me. And then all the all mm. the Jedi is like, oh, we're here with you, blah, blah, blah. And then she just rises up and reflects Palpatine. Because it's the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> no, Ben is the last Skywalker. But anyways... <laughs> He reflects a lightning yeah. back. He dis- disintegrates. His throne disintegrates. I, I know. I get it. It's theme. It's symbolism. And the funny thing is all of his followers just die. <laughs> like the building collapses. <laughs> they all die. And she's just there. And then Ben dies. Even though Ben is the last Skywalker. Like he is literally the last Skywalker. His name isn't Skywalker, but he is a lineage of Skywalker. 
And then Ray just appropriates a family. She doesn't have one, so she just no, steals she, it. No, she has been adopted. No, she has been, been adopted, adopted into she the Skywalker family. She stole the family. I don't like it. <laughs> it's about family. She, it's about it's family. About fam- she doesn't have one, Space so she stole family. one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can go on, on and on. But the general thing is that, like you said, nothing matters. Like, at the end yeah. of the movie, what are we left with? We lost the character that I like. Ben, Ben Solo. He turned good. The relationship with Ray was interesting. We lost him. He's probably the most interesting character by yeah, far. He is. he is. I mean, there's a little goofy, a little bit of goofy parts and whatnot, but like he's mm-hmm. he's deeply flawed, insecure, all of that. Uh, and then we just have Ray basically set up as still a really powerful Jedi with her own lightsaber now, so she can be uh, I don't know a Jedi. I don't know what what she's gonna do. For when one they punch make the next man. three movies. Yeah, next three movies. At the end of it, what have we accomplished? Like, what have we established? Oh, Ray's still powerful. We lost Ben. And that's about it. Like, what happened to the First Order? We don't know. Like, we found out who Ray was. We, yeah, Palpatine. <laughs> uh, guess what? Ryan Johnson, F you. <laughs> F you, Ryan Johnson. F you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> She's the Palpatine. And, like, nothing happened. There's no sacrifice. There's nothing worth happening they just got rid of ben because they want the focus to be on ray and that's that's such a cheap out because ben again force healing is you don't just learn it on the fly you know for ben because it's been proven that he got his ass whooped by ray almost every single time right how the heck is he learning new skills i don't get it but anyways it's just that nothing matters treats the audience as too stupid to realize what's happening which might be true i don't know uh, we me and barry were talking about this earlier that clearly it must be the audience's fault, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't treat everyone so as stupid. And I was like, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, I was just, I just felt insulted. And at the end of it, I felt like nothing was established for something that's supposed to be the end. Uh, I felt like nothing yeah. really happened. So right. we're we're already in spoiler territory, but oh, yeah, I mean, gone. I couldn't hold back anymore. Yeah, let's let's break down the structure of this film. <clears throat> so the film starts. And right away, it's like breakneck pace. We're literally like zapping through hyperspace like five times. Yeah. And there's some spy in the First Order, which is a little plot thread that I actually really liked. In this oh, movie. yes, I like that as well. I, I enjoyed that, yeah. <laughs> I liked yeah. it. And, and then right away, we're after a MacGuffin. And then that MacGuffin is there to take us to the second MacGuffin, which is there to take us to the final MacGuffin, which is the Emperor. <laughs> Emperor is the biggest MacGuffin. Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't they don't mess around though. Like from so like the first thing that happens is like the Emperor. Like, Hello, I'm here. I'm here now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. the very first scene. It's like in the first I think three minutes. He just shows up, and it's Ian McDermott, and he looks he looks like a zombie space wizard now. <laughs> as as he should. I can't complain. It's it's a little bit dumb, but I can't complain because it's just Ian McDermott, and you're like, yeah, I'm I'm cool with this. I love Palpatine. He's the saving dude. Yeah, I was rooting for him. I thought he was the protagonist of this film. He is the protagonist. Wipe away all the dumb shit we've been shown. <laughs> just start Just kill everything. Uh, just kill, kill everything. How great would that be if they completely turned it on its head and they're like, the Sith now rule the galaxy? Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. That'd be, that'd be so fantastic. Great, and then Ray becomes evil. Oh, that would be fantastic <laughs> as well. Do it. Do it. They actually, they actually had the line. Do it. They also had the... He was just he was like a walking, talking prequel meme in this movie, dude. It was great. 
<laughs> dark side is the path to many things that you might consider un- unnatural. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my, Finn, it's just clones. You you know that the Republic had clones before, Finn? God dang it, Finn. <laughs> so he's got like a little vat of Snoke. Snoke's in there and he just like browse over that as well. Like Snoke was made. I was like, I made Snoke. Literally, he made Snoke. It's like another F you to Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I made you Ryan Johnson. That's what I the message I get. And I I was like laughing because I recognize so many of these things were just straight up like, wink wink nudge nudge. F you Ryan Johnson. I know they're not winking and nudging at all. They just just Uh, it's like there was a giant middle finger in the middle of the screen. (laughs) I don't. But when I was looking around in the theater, I don't think anyone else really noticed that. Uh, Oh, they did. And in my head, I'm just like, isn't that so obvious that he's obviously saying, F you to his previous legacy? Nope. Nope. You know what like the a, most of the comment uh, like comments are? They're like, "Oh, this movie was awesome. It's it's undoing everything that Ryan Johnson did." You know what this movie? What was groundbreaking? This movie? What? It's what? the very first time Ray and Poe have interacted in the entire saga. Oh, <laughs> that's actually so true. And they like kind of hint at like a love relationship, and they're like, "Nah, psych, <laughs> uh, psych." You remember Rose? So weird. Guess what? <laughs> Psych? They Jar Jar her, psych. <laughs> she Jar Jar Jarred. She got Jar Jar. Yeah. Oh my god! Now that you mention it, that is so true. <laughs> yeah, except she doesn't ruin anything. She's just not there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can we talk about Ray and Finn for a moment? Like, oh sure, yeah. I was rooting for their relationship. I was like, oh yeah, Ray and Finn, let's go. He obviously loves her, right? And then they're I would like, say it's more oh. than love. It's like obsession. <laughs> but yeah, I was rooting for Ray and Finn. <laughs> And yeah. then, like, for some reason, the writers decided that wasn't going to happen. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm rooting for the Dark Horse. I'm rooting for for, for Finn and Poe. <laughs> <laughs> but then they had to give Poe the not gays in this movie. They, oh, yeah, he got that super hat bounty hunter lady with the gold helmet. Also, like, uh, they gave Finn a random stormtrooper lady. Oh, you defected? Me too. Well, I guess we're made for each other, even though I just met you. That's great. Yeah. Wow, that's great. What about Rose, Finn? What about Rose? (laughs) (laughs) Here, let me just briefly read you the summary, as I remember, of the events, all right? So first of all, title crawl. The last Jedi ended with Luke defeating the First Order, spiritually at least, right? In spirit. The last movie ended with like five people left in the Resistance. Yeah. (laughs) And then in this movie, it's like all of a sudden, the voice of Palpatine is all over the galaxy. I'm like, wait a minute, this is so disjointed because I just watched Force Awakens and Last Jedi before going to watch this movie. And it didn't connect at all. So then Kylo goes to Palpatine. And there's a star, Super Star Destroyer fleet for some odd reason. He just made a bunch of those on the planet. And then goes to the desert planet. They meet Lando. <laughs> they go on like a chase. Chewie's dead, but not dead. They fall into a fit, pit. They find the snake. They heal the snake. Uh, they find, they lose Chewie and the dagger. They go to the planet to hex E-3PO's memory because he's the only one who can read the dagger. And But he can't translate it because it's forbidden. Because plot convenience. Yeah, plot convenience. They sense Chewie. They go to the Star Destroyer. They fight Ghost Kylo. And then uh, she learns that she's a Palpatine. They free Chewie. They get the dagger. They go to Yavin because the dagger says go to Yavin or the translation does. They go to the Death Star. They fight Kylo. Uh, Endor, right? Endor. Endor, sure, Endor, whatever, yeah. and then Leah reaches Ben, uh, Leah dies, Ray stabs Ben, Ray heals Ben, Ray leaves stealing Kylo's tie, she burns it, meets Ghost Luke, 
talks to Ghost Luke. They find Ghost the waypoint. <laughs> Ghost Luke says, fuck you, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> yes, Ghost Luke says, I can do whatever I want, Ryan Johnson. I can do whatever I want. They find Luke X-Wing. They go to the planet. She goes to the planet leaving breadcrumbs. People follow her. They fight. Ben comes in. The Knights of Ren are there with Luke Skywalker. Ray fights Palpatine. Struggles. Pulls the same trick. Blah, blah, blah. As Return of the Jedi. Palpatine shoots sky lasers. Disables every ship. And then he uh, force sucks Ray and Ben. <laughs> And then Ben goes into a hole because it's like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then Ray talks to the Jedi, stands up, double lightsabers, Palpatine, everything disintegrates. Ray dies. Finn goes, oh no. Ben comes out, force heals her. Ben dies, vanishes. Leia vanishes. Ray flies off, going to the other celebration scene and end of movie. And if you notice that there's actually not that much happening in this movie. Yeah, and somehow it's two and a half hours. Yeah, somehow it's two and a half hours. You got... You got the beginning intro sequence, then you got Jakku. Not Jakku, you got that desert planet with the uh, mm-hmm. hippies. Space Burning Man. Space Burning Space Man, burning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. The little little uh. city, and then that's it. And then they go to the last scene, that's it. That's like three areas. Well, no, they visit a lot of places, it's just you don't remember them because they didn't matter. Yeah, they it doesn't matter. matter, yeah. None of it mattered. Nothing really matters. Nothing me. really matters. And a dagger was so stupid where they just pull it out and they look at the Death Star and it points, literally points to the location. Right? Yeah, can no we talk about it? that for a second? <laughs> yeah. Because that's confusing and <laughs> stupid. Because it's like, is it a new dagger? Is it an ancient Sith dagger? I can't, I can't even, because the Death Star has only been there a maximum of 40 years, right? So the, so the dagger has to be less than 40 years old? So it is a newish Sith dagger. <laughs> so so it's a newish Sith dagger, and then somebody had to go there and stand in roughly the exact place that Ray was, mm-hmm. and draw that picture, and then build it into the dagger, instead of instead of going to the Death Star and just getting the thing, getting the Wayfinder. They decided to leave it in the ruins of the Death Star and build this complicated contrivance of a dagger to find it with. You had to, like, stand at the exact right spot, too. Otherwise, it, it could point somewhere else. If you were, like, a couple wa- miles to the right, it wouldn't look quite the same, would it? Perspective-wise, yeah, it shouldn't work. It gave me a headache this second. It was only there for a second, and I'm like, ow, oh, my head. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so that they could get them fighting on the water, you know? Yeah, the cool so you lightsaber can have fight. a scene with a cool <laughs> lightsaber fight. God. <laughs> Again, like... If you're talking about the lightsaber fight too, it looked cool. Like, don't get me wrong, it looks fantastic. It was well choreographed compared to like the throne room scene in Last Jedi. But the thing is, like, the lightsaber duels are always about ideals, like struggles between two ideals, or you know, something else, something greater than the actual physicality of the fight. And when I think about that scene, there's no weight to it. Like, what's at stake here? Who's actually fighting? Nothing. <laughs> there's there's nothing. It's just there so that she can force heal Ben for some odd reason. I don't know. And then immediately save him because he just turns right there. Yep. <laughs> like it, it took like for, three. It took yeah. like thirty seconds. I thought it was a force ghost at first, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. What's like, the memory? It's <laughs> like what? How much money did they pay Hanzo? A lot. <laughs> I, bet, I bet a lot. Harrison to be Odin for not, thirty seconds. He does not give a shit, dude. Probably doesn't get out of bed for less than $100,000. I can't imagine what it cost them, because Harrison Ford fucking does not care for Star Wars at all. 
We yeah. will give you a quarter of a million dollars if you stand on this green screen for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and cool like, yeah, that. the the space burning man, it, like, I, what was the point of that? Because it looks cool, but then, like, they don't die. <laughs> you know, the aliens don't die. You show alien babies, I always expect that they're going to die, right? Are we supposed to find them cute? I found them really creepy and annoying because they look fake, first of all. And second of all, we don't know what these creatures are. I mean, it does a great job of building up Ray's character or reinforcing that she's a, she's a good guy. Like, genuinely yes, innocent. good guy. Yeah, good guy. But, like, who are these aliens? They could be high out of their minds. You don't know what's happening. It's Burning Man. There's some shady stuff is going on with drugs. I'm sure everyone's high. All those colored Kapala powders, I'm sure that's literally cocaine. <laughs> just throwing it into the air <laughs> breathing the cocaine children <laughs> yay <laughs> yay yeah, magic or dust <laughs> it's shot competently and I think the reason why most people don't realize the flaws with the movie is that there's just so much happening there's just a- every five minutes or something there's something there to distract you they never sit down with the characters and you can't sit down with what's happening and just process it because there's always something happening that's the way Abrams always paces his films, though. A little bit of background on how this movie was written. J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams had basic treatment for it, and he had a basic idea for it. And then he shopped around, and he found Chris Terrio, who you may know from the incredibly well-written film Justice League. Oh, yeah, dude. And oh, yeah. Batman v. Superman. Oh, heck yeah. And also Argo. He wrote Argo. He wrote Argo? <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, that... What a career. What a career. He's not got a lot of credits, writing credits. It's like Argo, and then Batman v Superman and Justice League. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, what happened? He was looking for a co-writer, and they essentially wrote it together. And the first yeah. thing they did was bust out all the archive footage of Carrie Fisher and sit all the writers together in a room. And with their heads in their hands, like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? And they had to hammer out how to... Because this, this movie was going to be Leia's movie. And they had to hammer out how to deal with the fact that she's gone. Um, they, they kind of danced around it and did the best That's they sad. could with, with the footage yeah. that they had. That's how it started. The process was described as pure chaos. The writing for this film was just the whiteboard. And throwing ideas like, what if they went here? What if they did this? <laughs> You know who did that? Lucas. <laughs> and he created the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. But then, then he cobbled them all together. They were all, like, glued back together into a plot, and that's how this movie was written. You know who did that? Lucas. <laughs> genius. For the prequels, genius. Genius. So, like, no, you literally see him, he's just like, oh, made. let's move this one over here. Let's move this plot element over here in the storyboard. And he's just looking at himself, genius. And everyone else is uh, <laughs> like, no. Anyone who speaks out will be fired. Oh, boy. Can we talk about Lando? <laughs> Can we talk about Lando Calrissian in this movie? Oh, yes. He's so old. Why is he in this film? Fan service. For the nostalgia. He has, like, nothing to do. And then, like, the most important thing to do. When he flies off with a falcon to round up, like, reinforcements... That should have been literally any other character in the Falcon. It should have been like Finn or Poe yeah, yeah. or or Rose even. Fuck me. <laughs> we need to protect what we love, not destroy what we hate. Yep, yep. 
<laughs> Just go around the galaxy repeating that. So where are we going then, Rose? So where are we going then? We're going to destroy something we hate. No one's going to join. <laughs> uh. It was it was really distracting, though, because he's just introduced, and if you don't know who he is, you're like, you're Landu Calrissian. Like, Whomst? Whomst? <laughs> and then he shows up randomly at the end again, like, I'm here to save everyone with this fleet of ten bajillion ships that you see for one shot and then never again, because they don't show you any of the space battle. It's because they got lightninged away. Yeah, by Palpatine. <laughs> so I was actually mad about it. I'm, I was, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be the most awesomest space flight ever, and they don't do anything with it. They literally don't do anything with it. Like you don't see any any of it. You see maybe a, a minute, maybe, mostly from Poe's perspective, and that's it. You don't see any like ship to ship fighting. You know, it was infuriating. It was infuriating. What'd you guys think of, of the Star Destroyer fleet? Oh, it was both cool and stupid at the same time. It made a lot more sense. To be honest, like the Death Star is a dumb idea. One gigantic ball when you can have tiny triangles of death. Illuminati. <laughs> they're not tiny. They're like they're each the size of a city. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Relatively speaking. <laughs> Death Star is like a planet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Think of uh, how many resources you need to allocate to move a planet. I actually looked this up. It's not that big, the Death Star. I think the really? diameter of it is like 160 kilometers. Well, according to Udo, I'm pretty sure they reckoned it. Because it's supposed to be the size of a moon, right? It's supposed to be the size of a planet. Moons can be pretty small. It's supposed That's to true. be the size of a small moon. And moons can be pretty small. True, true. The cannon size is like 160 kilometers or something like that. And Snoke's Dreadnought was, was pretty close to that. It's not like 3,000 miles. It's it's big. It's not that big. Sorry, the Star Destroyers are all like a kilometer or something like that. They're one, you know, a hundredth, one two hundredth of the size. Then they miniaturized that, that, those lasers pretty quickly. The the thing that I didn't like was that it's there mm-hmm. to show that it's an imminent threat. Like, they can all destroy planets. Yeah. But, like, I didn't feel threatened because... We've seen so many planets blown up by now that it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> there is no weight. Yeah, there's no weight to it, and the fact that there's so many of them is comical. Or an attractive drug lady, attractive drug dealer, woman, yeah. <laughs> drug smuggler. Oh no, she's dead. Oh wait, oh, she's no. not. Yeah. Or like, uh, they destroyed a planet. I forgot which one. Maybe the drug planet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was her planet. I didn't care at all. It was Carrie Russell. I didn't care at all that they destroyed a the planet. There's no weight because they just zap it and it just blows up and that's it. And I'm like, which planet was this again? Why do I care? It was Babu Freak's planet. Babu Freak. The little Freak. Hey. No, go away. What is this, Jar Jar? Well, everybody loves this little Babu Freak guy. I'm like, it's kind of funny, yeah. I think Baby Yoda's better. Baby Yoda's way better. Baby Yoda is clearly superior. Absolutely. For me, I feel like uh, they should have established a threat some other way. Like, in a way that we actually care. Like, oh no, they're gonna kill all the characters we like. Oh, joke's on you, we don't like anyone. <laughs> I'm kidding, I like these characters. But, like, it would have been more important, like, have Finn captured or, you know, Poe's captured. Poe and Finn are captured and Palpatine's gonna like, kill Finn them. Or, like, if Finn actually died? Oh. I was I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. it would have been fine. 
if Finn it, died. That would have been know? really sad. In right. terms of plot, like the plot still gets carried with or without him. It doesn't matter if he dies yeah. or not. And I think that that would have made the stakes much higher. <laughs> that would have been a real loss too. Cause, exactly. Yeah. But they're too scared. And then they kill yeah. off Ben. And I was so confused. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't confused by Ben's death. Ah, it's like... From the first moment you see him in the very first film, you know he's going to die. Oh, absolutely. But you That's don't mourn him. just how that character arc goes. Yeah. You don't really mourn him, right? Me? I, wa- I, I, I was sad that he died. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I just thought it was dumb. Because of The Last Jedi. You, you gotta watch The Last Jedi again. Uh, <laughs> I promise you. Doubt. <laughs> doubt. <laughs> doubt. I think it would have been, the bravest choice would have been to have them both die. Yes. <laughs> no yes, more I Force agree. users. Yeah. The Force yes. is gone forever. Except in a small number of Force-sensitive individuals. No, no. You know how it should have ended? You should have ended like this. Both of them die. They both got sucked by Palpatine. Mm-hmm. It should have been both of them holding their lightsabers together and repelling Palpatine together. And then they kill Palpatine. All of his followers disintegrate. They both fall. And they fall, like, looking at each other, right? And then they die. It's a little bit of a romantic ending. And then the Rise of Skywalker is the little kid from The Last Jedi. I'm telling you, that should have been, that should have been the movie. <laughs> He's a little slave kid, and uh... <laughs> no, it should have been it should have been Finn at the end because they yeah. they were they were just looking at the camera, telling us he was force sensitive the whole time, the whole movie. She's right. Like, hey, hey, you know, you know that Finn guy definitely has the force. <laughs> and then at the end, he's at the Skywalker farm. Like, who are you? I'm Finn. Finn Skywalker. No, oh! <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd rather have Chewie there, and then Chewie's like talking, and the old lady's like, I, "What are you saying?" and just walks away. <laughs> it doesn't make sense because uh, that stormtrooper chase sequence in the alien burning desert, man, whatever, whatever, whatnot. Like stormtroopers have jetpacks, and the stupid bikes launch them in the air. And that chase sequence was just there to keep you distracted. And then they fall into a pit, and then. There's a little bit of, oh, we found a dagger, we found a MacGuffin, and then a freaking snake comes out. And then she's like, oh, plot convenience, let me show you what I'm going to do later. Zap. <laughs> this is definitely not going to become important later on in the film. This is definitely not. <laughs> so, like, this ruined the movie because I knew that she was going to force heal someone. Probably Kylo Ren, or maybe Finn. So, like, it, it ruins the movie. It telegraphs way too much, but again... If you notice that the chase sequence with the stormtroopers, there's no meaning to it. It looked very cool, by the way. It was very hype. Yeah. It was very exciting, but no just, weight to it. Just J.J. Abrams. It's it's how he writes his. It's how he stop, like does his films. It's always action to action to action to action. What Ray should have done is healed the emperor and just joined him. <laughs> yeah, and rule for a They're thousand right. generations of evil. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, okay, I'm not saying this is a bad movie because I was uh, talking to Barry about this earlier as well, mm-hmm. where it doesn't need to have narrative structure. Action to action to action is not a bad thing because we like John Wick, right? That has no story, no character <laughs> oh, absolutely. development. John Wick is a great character. He likes dogs. Yeah, he likes dogs. You're right. <laughs> and he's sad because of his wife. <laughs> exactly. It's easy. It's all you need. What more do you need? He has like 
maybe a dimension, like a one one point two five dimensions. <laughs> yes, yes. But you still love no, him as a no character. dimensions. <laughs> True love. Two D over three D, but zero D over two D. They try to have a story here. They try to make it important, and the Knights of Ren are stupid. <laughs> the Knights of Ren were so useless. <laughs> they just stood around looking cool the whole movie, and then just stands menacingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just looking at the script, it's like, what do we do here? Stand menacingly. Uh, what's my motivation? Look evil. <laughs> Look evil. <laughs> Look real evil. Uh, and like, it's funny, too, because there's a line later in the movie where Stormtroopers see the Knights of Ren, and it's like, oh, the Knights of Ren, goals. And I was like, ah, ah, ah. What a cheap shot. There's a bunch of moments like that where like a character looks into the screen and tells you what's happening. I was like face palmed right there. The other major face palm was it was when Maz Kanata looks at the screen and tells you this is the part where Leia dies. <laughs> She's gone. I'm now. like, no, Maz Kanata, what are you doing? Stop it. <laughs> it was pretty funny though. It happens a few times. Let's try to rush you past it. That said, it's a it's a pretty enjoyable movie. It's entertaining. Like it's I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's worse than The Last Jedi. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I definitely think uh, I definitely think Last Jedi is a better movie than this. I'm not even being sarcastic Dang. right now. I, I really do. I think there's just uh... <laughs> just the more I think about it, the more issues I have with the film. And like, I was trying to think of oh, what were the highlights for me? Very few, <laughs> very few. Ky- Kylo Ren getting shanked that was pretty funny. Oh, that yeah, uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. There were some stakes there. But actually, not really. <laughs> Force Coast Ben. <laughs> that was such a clear FU. It was so funny. I think all the FUs were my favorite parts of this film. You know, now that you mention it, yeah. that It's like so obvious. Right? Yeah, you're right. The whole film is a giant retcon. Like I said, it's, it's two and a half hours of Disney throwing Ryan Johnson under the bus. And it's beautiful. It's so funny. It's, it's really funny. You have to be like... Just a tiny bit aware to even catch it. <laughs> I don't get how people didn't catch it. That's that's what I'm... Yeah, that confuses me. Yeah, that confuses me a little bit. It's as if they weren't watching the movies at all. It's as if they just wanted to turn off their brain. Crazy how that yeah. works. And not care about... <laughs> not care about things like character. Reading stuff online, most people have picked up on the fact... At least picked up on the fact that they're, they're kind of uh, course-correcting from The Last Jedi. But I felt it was much, much more than that. You can course correct without so much visual language that's saying "fuck you" to Ryan Johnson, direct <laughs> like directly. Like they could have gone forward with the story without having to like reach out and slap him in the face every other minute. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's a way to write films where you don't have to do that, but it's that they're like a Jedi's weapon should be treated with more respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i snorted so loud that a few people turned their heads towards me <laughs> it like undoes like, the scene where he throws a lightsaber <laughs> yeah. it was fantastic the thing that makes me sad though is like yeah it would have been fine if all of the movies were directed by the same person because then if the new setting or feel for star wars is jj abrams I feel that, yeah. 
the action oriented, light on the story, uh, visually stunning, like very entertaining. I've been like, all right, this is okay. Or like if Ryan Johnson did it and it's more, um, more nuanced, more uh, meta commentary involved. Like I would, I would like that as well. But instead, we get these this odd like war between JJ and Ryan going on, which kind of ruins the movie because it's inconsistent with each other. Like they're two clearly different characters. Like Poe's character is different. Yeah, very different. In Last Jedi, he's a hothead. Yeah, it's very different. Like he's more memorable to me. I don't like his character because he's annoying and stupid. But I remembered him as opposed to his character in Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, which is like generic pilot guy who can shoot real good. You know, like that's it. <laughs> fighter pilot guy. Yeah, fighter pilot guy. And like yeah. Kylo Ren is just, just kind of mildly unstable guy. Anger management child. Anger management child. But in Last Jedi, he's more <laughs> like, he's more nuanced and complicated. And uh, I don't know, like it doesn't. Just, you notice how like. Yeah. He destroys the mask, <laughs> and then in this film, they rebuild the mask. Yeah, they rebuild the mask, too. There's so much backpedaling. They make it obvious, too, because he has the red lines, and then they make a comment about it. It's like, they make a shitty joke about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, does my appearance bother you? It's, no, it's like, no, no, fine. <laughs> Is the spy, the weasel, supposed to be Ryan Johnson? And that's why he... <laughs> Oh, this is next God. level meta commentary. That you know? would be such a bad, such a savage diss from JJ. Just he make just him into the weasel him. character. Yeah, yeah he, he just shoots, shoots him. He's like, okay, we found this guy. So he died the way he lived, like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, people don't know what we're talking about. Like, uh, Hux is there was a spy in the first order feeding the rebellion information. Turns out it's Hux, and Hux is saving. The guys who are caught on on Ren Star Destroyer, and uh, he's like, "Why are you doing this?" And he goes, "I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo to lose." And I could I could relate with that. I could relate I with that, that more than yeah. anything yeah. else in this film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh, I, I get those feels. I do, I do. Yeah, it's like Overwatch. I want our team to lose. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't care who wins, so but bad, I want them I to lose. Want... <laughs> yeah, it's like I just want them to lose. Yeah, I just want them to lose. <laughs> I get it. I get it so much. That character motivation for me, I was like, oh, that's perfect. It's perfect. Like, that works. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and, and then they, they just, just kill, kill him. him. Yeah, and I was like, that works. That also works too. Yes, just like that. Just like that. We they have don't found even... our spot. <laughs> Who is this old guy anyway? And why is he so competent compared to everyone else? General Pride. Oh, that's his name? That's Pride? his name. Pride. His name is Pride. Are you serious? Yeah. I kind of liked him. He had, he had presence, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Much more than Hux. Hux is just slimy. I, I, li- lo- I love I it. I liked though. it. He, he became yeah. one of my favorite characters. <laughs> Hux is, yeah, he, he, he does well. He does well. <laughs> He's so cartoonishly evil. And, mm-hmm. like, not at all threatening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah, you missed it where we're talking about Last Jedi 2 uh, and First Force Awakening, mm-hmm. where there's a, literally a, a Nazi scene and everyone's hiling, just giving his Nazi yeah. speech, and all the stormtroopers are like, Heil! <laughs> and then uh, in, in Last Jedi, there's a scene where, you know, they're attacking Luke at the very uh-huh. end, and then Kylo's like, I want everyone to shoot him, and then Hux repeats the command. Kylo gives him the dirtiest look. He's like, who do you think you are kind of thing? And it just reminded me of Galaxy Quest. It's a girl named Weaver where she just repeats everything, right? 
And that's what Hux is. <laughs> he just repeats everything. I don't know. I'm kind of sad that, like, The Last Jedi had a lot less of the Nazi symbolism. Because in this film, <laughs> I made, like, the weirdest brain connection. Yeah. You know how they have the huge fleet and, like, the army that comes back, Palpatine's back from the dead? Yep, yep. It's like those people that believe that Hitler's hiding in the core of the earth, ready to rise again and take over <laughs> with his secret army. Have you not heard of this? No, I, I, <laughs> no? I think I've heard of this. I think Have I've you heard of this theory? And yeah. it's so funny. There's like neo-Nazis that actually believe this. He's living Hitler in the core of the earth? Is living in the core of the earth with a secret Nazi army that he will use to rise up again to one day take over the world and make sure the Aryan pure race is superior once again. And I was getting like mad vibes like that from Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me Palpatine is Hitler. <laughs> exactly. Palpatine is Hitler. No one's ever really dead. He's space Hitler. He is space but Hitler. But I, I like Palpatine. I don't like Hitler, though. Yes. That's strange. <laughs> That's strange. how the Germans felt, Weird right? how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, so funny. But yeah, I really loved how in The Force Awakens, like, there's a bunch of Nazi symbolism. And it was, at the time, a very poignant statement about our society. Right, and it still is to this day an extremely poignant statement about our society. <laughs> Neo Nazis living in America. I mean, it's it's always been baked into the formula for the Empire and the First Order. Yeah, and yeah. Guys. The Force Awakens. Yeah, awoke. Just yeah. just kind of <laughs> cranked woke. it up. A Awakened. Lot. <laughs> I wanted to add in here Get too woke. that I had a I had just a small problem with. Mm-hmm. the stormtrooper voices because there's a lot of them and a lot of them are female and there's like an old lady stormtrooper voice i'm not even joking it's not like a grandma's like got all rare or something like that right i don't know what exactly yeah. i don't remember but i was like the empire they're a bunch of sexist racists they wouldn't hire aliens or minorities let alone aliens they actually hate aliens that's canon mm-hmm. and like i was thinking that doesn't make sense to me because the empire they're Nazis. They're yeah, sexist they're, and they're racist. Nazis, yeah. The rebellion is embraces diversity because they realize that every person is equal and they can contribute. By working together, we can overcome all these obstacles. Whereas the yeah. empire is like this rigid structure. And that, kind of, that, that was a little bit noticeable to me. I was like, this, it's a little bit silly. It, it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make them seem so bad if they're equal opportunity employers. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> You know, <laughs> we're talking about this too. Palpatine isn't a racist. He just hates everyone equally, you know? Yeah, he's full of hate. Just like the Nazis. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like it's not Nazis. that they hated Jewish people. They hated everyone. They hated <laughs> Jewish people just a little bit more. But especially okay. Jewish people. But especially yeah. Jewish people. Also gypsies and homosexuals. I don't know. Uh, I-, I think they lost a lot of their messaging here with the movie. Yeah. It it's I don't know. They were just throwing things at a whiteboard. <laughs> yeah. Honestly when I look at this movie, the thing that they put the most effort into was saying F you to Ryan Johnson. Oh absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they spent the most time very clearly on that. How can we screw over Ryan Johnson? Throw him under the bus more. Toss him into the wolves. Ah. There's I saw so so many comments like, Thank God this movie has saved us from Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually crying now, like when I read that. That was so sad. Yeah, so sad. Cause if you look at this movie and this is the Star Wars we're gonna get, I don't want to watch anymore. It's a generic action movie. Like, 
I don't care about the characters really because you're not going to make the characters matter to begin with. The original trilogy did that for me. And yeah. the thing that I liked about The Last Jedi was, of course, there's dumb stuff, right? But the good stuff that we're talking about was way different. Like, the pacing was different. Like, characters breathe. They're more nuanced. There's meta commentary about Star Wars and the fans in there. Just for that episode, I'm just imagining Ryan Johnson directing a full trilogy and, like, what that would look like. Or just other directors, right? And yeah, yeah. we're not going to see anything different now because they just threw Ryan Johnson under the bus and they're perpetuating this this hatred for Last Jedi and Ryan Johnson or anything different, really. And what we're going to get is this generic <laughs> washed-out garbage. Let like, the hate flow through you. Yeah, let the hate flow through you. Do exactly. it. Do it. Do it. I'm arms. Look me down. <laughs> Poor Emperor Palpatine's been trying to commit suicide for like for like, <laughs> yeah. like forty five years. Luke Skywalker he just wants do to it. die. Yeah. yeah, just let him die. He's like, just That's actually let so me funny. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see something new. I want to see something different. Yeah. Were those like was that giant crowd of like singing robe dudes at the end? Were those like real people or were those like ghosts? What you know, like like uh, Palpatine's uh, cheerleading squad? Yeah. Oh, like chanting all at the end, like, all in the robes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I thought they were part of the Sith religion. I was so confused because they just all die. Yeah, they're just gone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> like to to a man, they're just gone. So I was like, were they ghosts? I guess that kind of makes sense because well, I mean, I can't imagine what do- job description is. Is like sit in this amphitheater and just chant all day. <laughs> oh well, it, you know what? If they weren't real people, like I thought they're part of Sith religion, uh, they could be all the previous Sith lords. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that could that could be it. <laughs> nah, they all just died from the big sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they just died from Tad big me. sad. Oh, something interesting here, by the way. Side note: uh, in Return of the Jedi, Luke yeah. and Leia are talking, and Leia remembers. Her mother, they she remembers their mother, whereas in the prequels she just dies giving birth. Yeah, big sad. yeah, she big dies sad. of big sad. Yeah, so even Lucas doesn't know what canon is anymore. So like people are trying to argue what's canon or not doesn't know. Lucas never knew his own canon. Let's be clear. <laughs> even during the writing writing for Episode One, he kept mixing up his own like his own characters. He's like, all of the Gungas need to fight outside of the city. And everyone's looking at Lucas like, who? The Gungas. <laughs> the Gungans? The Gungas. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> well, what a writer, George Lucas. Apparently they brought, speaking of writers, I guess they brought Lawrence Kasdan in to consult, but not actually write for this. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan being the writer for Empire, Empire Strikes Back. Return oh the Jedi. my god. They Force Awakens and Solo. He wrote. He wrote those four. He didn't get a writing credit though, so he didn't actually put pen to paper. Is all uh, Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't decide because I can't decide if Chris Terrio is just secretly a terrible writer. It, I guess probably is. Mathematically, he is. <laughs> he certainly got a lot more garbage. The Snyder effect, you know. I, I find it hard to blame the writer for Justice League or Batman vs Superman because they were all changed so much in reshoots and edits. Yeah, 
that it was changed so much in post it's like how much of that content is really genuinely his snyder changed everything (laughs) who knows i'm a genius and frankly who knows how much of this movie is teru and how much of it is jj abrams yeah that's fair enough too like it could just be jj abrams dictating to this guy like and then and then they go to space burning man you got that did you write that down uh, I got it. Great. DJ. Now we're going to stick a three app use to Ryan Johnson in this scene. We're done. Call it a wrap. Fucking picture <laughs> we lock. We have a movie. Yeah. <laughs> we have our movie. That said, like, you know, I'm crapping on it a lot. Honestly, I'm just disappointed because of the potential I saw in Last Jedi, where Last Jedi was a prototype. It, it was nowhere near where it needed to be. But like it was going in a direction where I was like, oh, something new. Uh, maybe we could bringing other people, other directors and writers to kind of tighten this up and, and create something exciting here where we can send Star Wars off in a brand new direction. And then we come to Rise of Skywalker and like it has no weight, nothing matters, nothing's lost, nothing's gained. And it's just a, all, of, all of it. It's just a big F you to Ryan Johnson. And then it just <laughs> establishes Rey as a Jedi, which we already did from Force Awakens. Because she was uh, already Palpatine. Palpatine as a Palpatine, Palpatine, yeah. God, I hated that. I hated it. I thought it was much more interesting to juxtapose Rey, who comes from nothing, to make something of herself with... And then at the end, they're like, oh, you're a scavenger girl. I was like, but you just said she's a Palpatine. (laughs) (laughs) But why? (laughs) Like, you know, because Ben came from, like, this family with destiny and, like, all this... they, They have legends about them. The possibility of greatness. Yes. Yeah, and then Ray came from fucking scrounging in the dirt, literally. Yeah, and the Last Jedi is all about like what these slave kids with the possibility of becoming Jedi. Yeah, it's, it's like the whole message was, you can be great no matter where you come from, and that's yes, a powerful message. That is, and this it's movie tries message. to do the same thing, but they fall flat. No, you got to be a Palpatine or a Skywalker. Because they try to have it both ways, but it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. You can't say, oh, you're a scavenger girl, but you're also a Palpatine. You were once worthless, but now you have worth. And it's like, she was a Palpatine. She was always important then. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah. I don't know. I, I, That was probably the biggest thing for like The Last Jedi that I took away from it was like, I really like how the message was, you can become someone of importance and powerful, even if you're from a background that, you know, might not be conducive to that exactly the last jedi had a lot of great ideas like that like barry mentioned this i completely missed it too but the reason why uh finn is a great character is that he's messed up (laughs) he he tries his best but he he has to deal with being a coward wanting to run away all the time he's weak he's very weak weak. yeah he keeps trying but he's weak he pushes forward he never becomes like this all-powerful perfect hero Except in this movie, actually. Yeah. Except in this movie. He's, like he's a unstop- beast in this movie. He's just running down the hallway, <laughs> gunning down Except storm in this troopers. movie, they ruin it. But, like, b- before, he's just like this guy who always gets his ass whooped. But he's trying to mm-hmm. do the right thing. And that was... That he's was Genos. A- <laughs> he's Genos. <laughs> but, like, he's such a good character. He's more relatable than Ray or Ben because he represents us. We're not going to become like this special all-powerful hero that's that's very rare but that doesn't mean we stop trying you know like we can accomplish something just by trying we don't have to be perfect 
Yeah, he's such a sympathetic character that you can relate to because it's like, even though he fails, even though he's weak, he still tries to do good. Yeah, and exactly. ultimately, he is valuable to the rebellion because even if his effort is small, it's like it means something. Yeah, exactly. and then that's that's like the whole big message of like, if everyone tries their best, if you try to be good, if you try to do good, ultimately, if you're part of a larger effort, you will make a meaningful impact. Right, and that's such a powerful message. But that message was lost once again. <laughs> Even a space janitor can save the galaxy. Yeah, exactly. that too. So, like, exactly. Again, we we talk about the positives, the negatives from Last Jedi, and the negatives of this movie is that they always mm-hmm. talk about Finn being a space janitor. They never show it. They always tell us things, like tell us that Finn was a space janitor. I mean, it's plot convenience because he knows the layout of basically every single Imperial ship and structure for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, that's the problem with uh, Rise of Skywalker as well. They just tell us that they never show us anything. Yeah, I would have loved like a, just a montage of him sweeping hallways and stuff. Yeah, in stormtrooper <laughs> armor, <laughs> just like columns and columns of all of his friends passing him by, just sweeping the hallway. Like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> this sucks. It's like Phasma's like, what did you say? It's like that's what I thought. Shine my armor. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you use the special grease this time <laughs> yeah special grease I want a coat of wax on this ASAP <laughs> like for all the dumb Star Wars stuff in Last Jedi though there's even more dumb Star Wars stuff in this one oh, like the magical so coin that gets you onto their ship oh yeah it can get you anywhere <laughs> which doesn't make sense it makes zero sense. Zori Bliss shows up for for like two minutes of the movie. Or Carrie Russell is like, "Here is a plot device. Use it wisely." <laughs> It'll get you where you want to go. I was saving this plot device for myself, but now I want you to have it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fucking really?" Oh, I have God. this freedom coin. Freedom but I'll coin. I'll give you it to you. Maybe it's a big F you to that uh, code breaker scene where he's just like taking out little metal toothpicks to stick in and be like, oh, we got in. And he's like, look, we got a better one. It's a coin. It's a coin this time. Yeah, it's a coin ah, this time. Ah, <laughs> it's from Kerry Russell and not Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, she's, she's pretty hot, you know. Just the helmet, you know, it looks great. <laughs> I'm not even convinced that she was actually in this film. She was in there for one second to show her eyes, and then it was someone else. Yeah, it was just the body double, yeah. and she probably got paid. Like, <laughs> it was like a, she's probably on set for like fifteen minutes, and then she's just in, in a sound booth for like half a day doing ADR work. And all like, the okay, rest is just the body double. <laughs> yeah, think of the money saved. Getting paid. <laughs> ah. <laughs> that said, I I thought the movie was visually stunning, like. Almost oh, all of the sequences, yeah. Like the Burning Man scene was visually stunning. The fight scene with Rey and Kylo on the Star Destroyer where both of the worlds are kind of like colliding into each other. I Like every time that happens, oh, it was great. It, it's so interesting yeah. when they when they fight and they intercut between the two scenes. Like I, I thought that that was visually so intriguing. Me too. Did your theater have a um, seizure warning? <laughs> When no. you were walking in, my theater no. did. Oh, really? Like warning to people with problems with seizures or something like that. There are instances of strobing lights in this movie. I'm like, oh. huh, wonder where that's going to be. And it was immediately in the first two minutes in the, on the <laughs> Exegor. I was like, oh, my brain. 
You know, I I forgot that this was JJ because there was not that many lens flares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there were though. Are you kidding? There was a lot. Did you not notice it? Uh, no, they weren't as extravagant. <laughs> yeah. As Star Trek, it was much more subtle. I think he dialed it back from Star Trek, but there's definitely, uh, especially on the like little smuggler planet thing, there was a ton of them. Hmm. Shining them in your yeah. face. Did anyone else think it was such a huge waste, like where Poe and Finn just become generals? It's like, you're a general now. Like, really? He's like, I don't know how to do generaling. And I was like, yes, that is correct. <laughs> what a waste. Yeah, I was okay with it because it made Luke and Han, you know, generals and commanders and Lando and all that, like, plot convenience. I like the scene where Lando's like, yeah, none of us were prepared. Yeah. Okay, go out there and get him, kid. <laughs> Good, Good luck. luck. <laughs> go get him. Go get him. Eat him, I felt like it was another FU where, uh, you know that scene where Le- Leia is unconscious and then she's like, she wanted this person to be the commander and Poe's like looking up hopeful because he thinks it's him. And then it's like, oh no, it's it's Holdo. <laughs> he just looks really it's sad. Admiral Holdo. <laughs> yeah, Admiral Holdo. And then. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. And then in this movie, it's like, hey, guess what? Poe's, Poe's general now. FU Ryan Johnson. <laughs> FU. <laughs> We made him, Le- Leia died, and now Poe is a leader. Like, see? It's a direct parallel. <laughs> totally makes sense. I wonder if they, like, had a whiteboard, and they wrote down all the plot elements that they hated from The Last Jedi, and then directly next to it, they wrote how they would remedy it. Yeah, I think they did. <laughs> Just one column is titled, Ryan Johnson, and the other title is column, is column B. It's just F.U. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think I can see it. Oh, I, can I can see, see it. it. I can see it. I want this to come on DVD ASAP so I can make a, a comparison, side by side comparison video. Of everything the last shit I did and everything Rise of Skywalker did opposite. Felt kind of grab baggy too, right? Like, yeah. like there are a lot of mm-hmm. ideas, like maybe on a post it note or like in a, <laughs> they just throw it into a bag. It's like, uh, let's start them out here. And then they're going to go do a light speed skip. Yeah. And then they're going to be. Space Burning Man, and then there's going to be, like, Spice Smugglers. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> then they're going to get on the ship for no reason. You're like, good lord. There's so many locations, and you, you just struggle to remember any of them because they spend so little time on each. Also, it's not important. It's just for the MacGuffin. It's a chase for the MacGuffin. It's MacGuffin to MacGuffin to MacGuffin, leading to the Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> a McGriddle. What a performance. What a performance from Ian McDermott. It's like he knew that it was a meme at this point, and it's just embracing it. Oh, he absolutely it. knows. He's, oh, he's got, no. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really? He's going hard. Uh, I feel like he just browses Reddit. Really, really <laughs> laying on the ham and cheese there. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what's my motivation? Unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> That's his warm-up line for yeah. every scene he does. I don't know. At the end, I'm just sad. Like, it's not going anywhere new. It's not going anywhere creative. The fans don't even know what they want. It forgot some of its own plot threads, too. Yeah. Did you notice that? It forgot about, mm-hmm. well, like, when they were at the quicksand. Oh, yeah. Uh, where Finn's like, Ray, I have something I need to tell you. And then they sink. And he's like, and then they forget about it. It's gone. Well, they remind you. It should be a rule of threes, right? They tell you. And then they remind you later when they line up to get shot by uh, Hux. It's like, so what were you going to say to Ray? It's like, is it important now? So that's that's the second beat. And then it's gone forever. 
<laughs> There's no third beat. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I bet he was going to say. <laughs> you don't destroy the things you hate. You protect the things you love. And the smooch array. Oh, Rose, what happened? Like she's. They even made her act more serious because I think people were complaining that she was stupid and Last Jedi, which she was. And that's that's where most of my hatred for Last Jedi came from was the stupidity from Rose. And now they made her not stupid. In fact, she's not even in the movie. Well, she was barely there. She was a C-level character. Maybe yeah. even D-level character. To me, that's kind of sad, though, because I wanted to see what they did with the relationship between Rose and Finn. At least make them break up or something. I think Pippin had more lines in this movie than she did. Maybe, yeah. Who's Pippin? Pippin. Like Mary and Pippin from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that was that was Pippin, right? Not oh, Mary. Yeah, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I just remember him from Lost. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he's here. After dinners. <laughs> it's why all the actors are here. JJ worked with him on Lost. He worked with Carrie Russell on um, Felicity. He worked with, I think, Big Guy. Not, not Porkins. The new Porkins. Snaps or something. The big fat pilot. Yeah, he was <laughs> in the Heroes in, as well. Oh, yeah. 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 He's worked with all these actors in the past, and now they're just in Star Wars. It's like, hey, you guys want to get paid a lot of money? Yeah. <laughs> but not a lot of you work. You guys like money? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You guys want to say F you to Ryan Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so sad. I want to make like a post saying that The Last Jedi was a good movie. <laughs> I want to do it. What was the deal with like the, the horse chick? Was she, she was a stormtrooper, right? It's just a love connection for Finn or an introduction for a character that's going to have her own TV show. <laughs> like You feel it because at the end, Lando's like, where are you from? And she's like, I don't know. It's like, well, it's... Time to find out. You want to find out? It's like TV show coming soon to Disney Plus. Did it a reek of that? <laughs> Just look at the screen like coming soon to Disney Plus. Subscribe now. They <laughs> <laughs> give us money. Yeah, it didn't make sense, and like it was, it felt cheap, like a cheap shot to Ryan Johnson. But like more importantly, it felt like you were throwing Rose under the bus too, and like I yeah. hated that character in the movie, but I don't hate the person playing Rose. And this was a time to redeem her character instead of throwing her under the bus. Because you did the person playing her, uh, you didn't do her justice at all. Like, you you could have made a compelling Asian character for the first time in Star Wars where, you yeah, know. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But instead, we get this uh, Stormtrooper lady who also happens to be black because I guess Finn can't date out of his own race or something? I don't know. They're not woke enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. Could have been Ray, but no. Could have been Ray. Could have been Ray. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. It would have been a. It should have been a love triangle, a super awkward love triangle between Ray, Finn, and Kylo and Ben. <laughs> ben Swolo. Ben Swolo. There was no Ben Swolo in this film. I was greatly oh, you're disappointed. Right. He's fully yes. clothed. <laughs> Need, needed way more shirtless Adam Driver. Yeah. Yes. No high-rise pants. <laughs> high-rise. Not high-waisted. High-rise. <laughs> he just goes up to his nipples. <laughs> his grandpa pants. <laughs> uh, I remember bursting out in theaters when I saw that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> and she was like, can you put something on? <laughs> and he just ignores that question. <laughs> That got a laugh from me in theaters. 
just completely ignore. Can you put a shirt on or something? You just proceed. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. The joke that did pay out for me in Last Jedi is he's trashing that room with his lightsaber and the two stormtroopers are around the corner. They see and hear that and they're like, nope, and they just walk away. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. You're telling me you wouldn't do the same? <laughs> I would do the same. That's why. That's just why I laughed. But when he said, oh, Knights of Ren, goals, and I was like, oh, <laughs> disgusting. You know, I was actually okay with the scene where they're like talking about how they're ex stormtroopers. Yeah, that was okay. Like, I, I like to. I like how they kind of expand on this whole idea of like, oh, there were people who, you know, had morals and left. <laughs> yeah, or uh, the way the Phoenix describes it is as the Force. And just yes. bringing them together. A feeling. A feeling. <laughs> it's the Force. But the problem I had with it was that it threw Rose under the bus as well. And that's why yeah. I was a little sad. Like, But it's a little F, not a big F. It's a feeling, not the Force. The Force will make you woke. <laughs> <laughs> It's the main power. <laughs> the greatest force power. Force awoke. <laughs> force awoken? Yeah, no, force awakening. <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. This is sad because I, I think there's still hope for me because Mandalorian is probably where... Like, it shows where Star Wars can shine. TV format with people who know what they're doing. Unfortunate. It was just good writing. <laughs> yeah, good writer. Good writing, good directing. What, what do you know? <laughs> good characters. What do you know? It's this unheard of formula where you have a good writer and a good director and you make a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Something that has never existed in yeah. Star Wars before. Right. Never before. Dave Filoni should have probably been put, of Star- put in charge of Star Wars. That guy really knows his stuff. Yeah. For me, I was describing this to, I mentioned this to Barry, but I think for me, the mm-hmm. biggest problem that's stopping me from enjoying these movies, other than the stupid things, is that the original trilogy is... It's too good. It's too good. Except Return of the Jedi, uh, where you start to see a little bit of issues coming in. Nonsense. Like, you missed that too, Nonsense. but... <laughs> do you know Ewoks eat people? <laughs> Did you know that? Really? <laughs> they were going to eat Han. <laughs> Ewoks eat yeah, people. Makes sense. Yeah, it makes the, sense. The great conundrum is: is it are Ewoks worse or are the Gungans worse? Yeah, the, I couldn't answer that question right away. It confused me a little bit and made me scared. <laughs> it's a terrifying question to have. It to, is have terrifying. To What's the greatest evil? But yeah, like I, I, for me, I'm just too attached to the original trilogy, and like, if you rewatch them, they still hold up quite well uh like the special effects and stuff look pretty okay but they're janky the choreography for the the fighting is janky too but that's not the important stuff it's just the characters the dialogue the writing the acting the pacing is so good um the pacing is a little off for new hope for me it's a little bit slow and at points but like i'm always comparing new star wars to the original trilogy and i should stop doing that like if i treat the movie by itself, then I think I would view them probably more positively than I am right now, to be honest. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. So it's part of the problem is me. It's not the movie, honestly. Uh, the movie does have problems, but I think if you look at it overall, it's still fun. Like, 
I remember, oh, I was talking about this with Barry earlier as well. The fans are so toxic. I don't want to contribute to that toxicity, but I do. Too late. You too do. Late. Too late. It's like too pissing late. in an ocean of piss, Sab. You can't yeah, make you're it right. worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're gonna dilute it. You're gonna dilute a little bit. I'll put my tears into it, but uh, like, there's a tweet. I don't know if it's real or not on Reddit where this guy was walking out, super pissed at Rise of Skywalker, and it was talking about like no one should enjoy if you're a true Star Wars fan. And a little kid was walking out saying he enjoyed the movie. He was yeah. saying that he wanted to punch him, but since he was a minor, he didn't. And I was like, what the heck, dude? Like, <laughs> bro, if someone's enjoying this movie, I'll let him enjoy it, right? I could totally see someone enjoying this movie because, again, if I, like, removed myself from The Last Jedi and I just assumed Abrams was in charge of the whole trilogy or Ryan Johnson was in charge of the whole trilogy and I had never seen the original uh, Star Wars trilogy before, you know, I would be having a blast with this movie. It's a fun, it's fun. It's this the chase sequence. A lot of fun, fun factor. Yeah. There's yeah, there's a lot of entertainment a... value in these movies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think if I was just a kid watching, it's like, yeah, there's definitely a lot of entertainment value there. De- definitely, and you'd be like, I like all of these characters. Because yeah. as a kid, you don't know better. <laughs> you don't have taste. You don't really care. Yeah, you don't really. Like care. as a kid, my favorite movie was National Treasure. I was a dumb oh, kid. Oh, no. <laughs> I was a Does that mean we're reviewing National kid? Treasure next? <laughs> I think we have to. It's a must. Oh, I've seen that movie must, at least 20 yeah. times. I, I, I agree. I agree. Well, we have, we have to do one more Star Wars Star Wars. The special, thing. yeah. Christmas special. Oh, I don't know if I can do it. No, not today. Not today. We'll do it. No, we'll, we'll just do, do The Mandalorian uh, instead. No, <laughs> yeah. Do you, know, you guys just want to do The Mandalorian instead. Sam, watch all of The Mandalorian and we'll just do that. Okay, oh, I'm fine with God. that. I think last episode comes out tomorrow. Uh no, yeah. it's Saturday. Oh, it's Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's not only a... eight episodes, right? Yeah, it's, it's, the Saturday is gonna be the last one. Yes. Ah, oh, that makes me kind of sad. Like when when she was fighting evil Ray again. Let's compare that to Empire Strikes Back, where Luke is fighting Darth Vader. Turns out it's himself, and he failed because his enemy is himself. Before that, mm-hmm. Yoda goes, "A Jedi never attacks first. Right, only when he must. He never used the force to attack. He lights his lightsaber first. Luke's Luke Skywalker attacks first. And when he fights Darth Vader later on, he does the same thing. He hasn't learned his lesson. So it's more like, oh, you, his own worst enemy is himself. His fear of Darth Vader, which causes him to lash out in aggression and hatred and all of that. Whereas in this scene... It looks cool, but what does it accomplish, really? What is Rey fighting against? Well, she's fighting against evil herself. and then She's fighting <laughs> for her freedom. For freedom! And then she, like, <laughs> comically hisses at her, like... <laughs> yeah, fuck? like, what was the point of that? Like, that it, there's, it doesn't even give you a chance to breathe, that scene to breathe, because immediately she's fighting Kylo. You know, like immediately another action sequence. Whereas in Empire Strikes Back, it was very slow. And he comes out and like Yoda is disappointed because he's shaking his head because he knew that Luke failed. And it's just Mm -hmm. this, you just, you can sit there, you can process it. Where in this movie, Force Awakens as well, as well as Last Jedi, it doesn't really give you that that space because... I understand that's a type of movie, but I also think it's it's a sign that the story is it cannot stand on its own. I think it's a, for me that's a sign. 
guess. Yeah. If, if they don't have the existing war to lean on, like the newer movies have, are significantly worse. I can't imagine coming into these movies without having seen the original trilogy. You'd be like, Lando who? Luke what? <laughs> or imagine walking into this movie without having seen any Star Wars movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, who's this guy? Why is there a snake in this movie? <laughs> Why is the snake injured? How does she heal the snake? <laughs> Lightsabers? Laser swords. Why do they have no, laser swords? Yes. Yeah, Why do they have swords. the laser swords? Yeah. Yes. Oh, it looks beautiful, though. Like, it's stunning. It looks gorgeous. It's a cool idea, fighting on the waves. But yeah, a- Abrams always arranges things so that it's like action to action to action to action. Like, they, they had, like, the completely unnecessary part where she drives the boat up to the Death Star just to have a little bit of a little a little action beat right before the the next action beat. I'm like it's not necessary, but Abrams does it anyway cuz he just just wants you wants to keep the momentum up and to mm. prevent you from thinking too deeply about the movie cuz it gets real dumb. <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it, when I think about Star Trek, it's all just action beat to action beat. Yeah. 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 There's very few moments of pause in between what the what like what happens. Yeah, the reason why I like it Better was that that scene, you know, the st- <laughs> Enterprise surfing a wave exploding drones. <laughs> oh, Some beastie <man>. boys. <laughs> yeah, it got so dumb where I was like, I'm okay with now. Like it went, <laughs> it, it, it went off a cliff. <laughs> it just kept running and then went off a cliff, and now we can't stop. <laughs> but do you remember? You remember yeah. the final action sequence, right? Like, there's non-stop action, literally, yeah. but it starts with them breaking out the prisoners, and then, like, that, that motorcycle sequence. Oh, that's so dumb. And then, oh, uh, yeah. uh, Kayla's, or whatever, the, the, the she's fighting the guy, combined oh, with the yeah. motorcycle sequence, yeah. and then they teleport back to the Enterprise. Sorry, not the Enterprise, the Kelvin? Is it the Kelvin? I don't whatever. remember. The other starship. Broken ship, yeah. And then immediately they launch into the next action sequence, which is them literally diving off a cliff. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then immediately after that, they launch into the next auction sequence, which is them fighting the drone drone swarm. And then right after that, they launch into the next action sequence, which is them inside of the giant snow globe space station, chasing after the, the, the drones. And then immediately after that, they launch into the next action sequence, which is where they're diving off the skyscrapers in the gravity well <laughs> to stop the super weapon. And it's like, it's been like, at this point, it's been like 45 minutes you're like what oh i need to breathe <laughs> i think it's okay when it's like your first jj abrams movie because you know you're used to movies with story and pacing so you like see this excite <laughs> excitement and entertain entertainment and you're like oh this is kind of fun but then when you think about the movie again like the reason why i didn't like it as much is that i watched these movies more than once like, I sat down yeah. and watched Force Awakens, and I, I sat down and watched Last Jedi, and it became apparent to me, because when you watch a J.J. Abrams movie twice, the action is only good the first time. The second time, it's kind of exciting, but you kind of learn to look past that, because you know what's going to happen, so automatically you have more time to digest what's happening, because you know what's coming up. And, and when that happens, you realize, oh my god, there's actually no story here. There's no characters. <laughs> There's a little bit, there's bits and pieces there, but like, 
just just give me a little bit. And again, I'm fine with movies like that if I want an action movie, but like Star Wars shouldn't be all that. You need to give some. It's all about the characters, really, for Star Wars the original trilogy. I'm okay with doing action movies like Rogue One, where everyone dies. You know, it's like a one-off. I'm fine with that. But when you make a trilogy of that, I don't know, dude. It's a little too much for me. <laughs> I think I think we've said just about everything about this movie. <laughs> I guess fuck you, Ryan Johnson, <laughs> says Disney. Yeah. That seems to be the conclusive thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I I feel really bad for the guy. I enjoyed The Last Jedi. I hated The Last Jedi, and then I enjoyed it on second viewing. I think history will treat The Last Jedi kinder in the long run but we'll yeah, see me too it I just it just takes another 20 years to get there yeah <laughs> hang in there ryan johnson <laughs> hang, hang in, in there, there bro hang in there knives out was great <laughs> genius writer director ryan johnson deserves okay better. i'm not gonna go genius all right i'm gonna okay i was talking to no barry about Kool-Aid. this but I yeah. yeah i'm gonna make a fan edit of uh the last jedi where i move, remove all the stupid crap <laughs> <laughs> about like 30, 30 minutes of the film I'm just gonna cut out only 30 minutes Sam uh how long is the casino scene the Kanto bite scene is only about 10 minutes it, long it's like 10 yeah. minutes long it's, it's not like that, half yeah. the movie it feels minutes. a lot longer cause like it, yeah. like the movie grinds to a halt and you're like no what is this also there were 35 jokes in that movie Isaiah most of them were bad I'm going to remove all the jokes and the casino scene and Admiral Holdo. Oh, Barry had a really good idea where if it was Leia who died instead of Holdo, that would have been so much more impactful. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. not the most original idea ever. I have to no, say that. But I think it's it a great was, idea. Yeah. It would have been a very simple way to make it more powerful. Yeah. And also to get rid of the, like, deal with the fact that Carrie Fisher is no longer among us. Yeah. I, ah, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's what I'm gonna do. That's why I think Last Jedi is better in that there, yeah, definitely there are bad parts too, and they're really stupid. But you can cut them out. You can literally cut them out. When I look at Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, and I'm gonna cut out everything that's stupid, or let's say let's just cut out all the action. What are you left with? There's no movie to work with. <laughs> you know, there's not enough to work with there. There just isn't. I I think it's not that it's a bad film. I think it has. No substance to it. Let's go to closing thoughts uh, and then mm-hmm. our, our our rating. <laughs> Certainly, it's messy. The uh, scenes have no room to breathe. The pacing is breakneck in not not necessarily a good way. They love introducing characters that don't really amount to anything. They did it what three or four times instead of growing on the characters that we already like. You know, we gotta introduce Zori Bliss and Babu Freak and whatever the Stormtrooper girl's name was that I don't even care about. You son of a bitch, I'm in. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. And then we'll ride horses on a Star Destroyer. <laughs> whatever. It's unfortunate, because I still really like these characters. I loved all their performances. I wanted I wanted to see more of John Boyega, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, oh, absolutely, and uh, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, they were great. I want yeah. more of it, and we didn't get very much more of it, unfortunately. Uh, we did get some Ian McDermott, which is always nice. Again, 
It's it's not it's not the worst trade off, but I I wanted I wanted more of all of them. <laughs> I want more Palpatine for sure. Oh, I wanted so Do much it. more Palpatine. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he gets like a Disney Plus spinoff. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Call it like Vader and Palpy. <laughs> it's just them like doing their day to day shit. <laughs> oh. It's a slice of life. Slice, slice of, of life. life yeah. Disney slice of life about <laughs> Vader and Palpatine. Uh, that would actually be incredible. <laughs> so that would be incredible. So what did you do today? I, well, I hunted down some Jedi. Good. Do <laughs> it. Do it. It's like, have me take a sponge bath. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just Vader's giving a zombie fight. He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> Bring the rubber ducky as well. Uh, is it a lightsaber? Or are you happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they had red helmets now. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. they're yeah. Sith troopers now. Oh. That's that's cool. something we didn't talk about. Where did all these people come from to pilot all the star destroyers? Those things uh, take take thousands of crew. Nazis living inside the core, you know, same same place. They've been living on Exegor, and then <laughs> can we? Okay, I gotta address one last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, the dumb like nav relay thing. Yes, yes, yes. that was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know the which way's up. <laughs> I bought it right up. I- I'm like, it's really dumb, but I can buy it right up until the moment where Lando shows up with the whole fleet, and then they dive down to the exact same position as the Star Destroyer fleet, and they leave with absolutely no problems. <laughs> They're, like, just fine. And it's like, well, what? Well, the hand-wavy thing is just like, oh, it's because the ships are so big that they can't get out on their own. And I was like, what? How would they have gotten out at all? How would you get anything through that, like, giant maelstrom red, <laughs> like, lightning thing? That looks like, it looked very much like there was enough space for, like, one X-Wing to get through, right? It was, like, sliding through rocks and tentacles and things. And I'm like, how would you fit anything bigger than the Millennium Falcon through that? And those ships are huge. The force. It's always the force. The force. force. It was a feeling. Anyway, (laughs) yeah. Anyway, I I I had I had a problem with that. Like the nav beacon thing was like uh, the the whole everything to do with the star destroyers except the way they looked was eye rollingly dumb. Uh, Anyway, this this movie, I don't know. It it's so chock full of dumb Star Wars crap. It's uh, it's almost inexcusably full of dumb Star Wars crap. Uh, but in the end, I I guess it, it it's entertaining. I I didn't hate it. Uh, I didn't love it. Certainly didn't love it either. Yeah. Uh, not enough of the characters we liked. Too much of characters that we don't care about and are forced to be introduced to. Uh, yeah. I don't know where would I put this. I think I gave. <laughs> Christ, I gave all the prequels like two, three, four, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give this, uh, I think this is about, this is about where Solo is. So you gave Solo a five, by the way. Yeah. Solo, this, this movie has a lot, has probably more things, more good things going for it, but also more bad things going for it. So it's yeah. kind of it's kind of evened out right in the middle. We're gonna we're gonna give this five Suicide Squads as well. Wow. Okay. We're gonna give okay. this five a Suicide Squads. A, a solid, solid five. five. Same very, as Solo. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very curious to hear what Isaiah thought since you gave okay. uh, Last Jedi twelve Suicide Squads. Oh yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So let's, let's uh, see. We... I can lead with my score. I actually <laughs> gave this a fifteen. Oh, I think no. that this is by far the best Star Wars 
Not even no, movie, no. just content in general that has well, ever been created. Well, what are you, Ryan Jansen right now? <laughs> I, I think Star Wars will never, ever, you know, be able to come close to the mastery and level of pure genius that this film is. You know, J.J. Uh, Abrams, smartest director who ever lived. <laughs> Much better than that Ryan Johnson guy. Never heard of him. <laughs> All that stuff he did, wouldn't know him. Uh, I don't know. This movie, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, uh, there's so many things that are bothering me. And when I finished it, I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel. And the more I thought about it over the last couple of days, the more and more I was like, this is not that great of a movie. Yeah. There's just so many downsides, so many negatives, a lot of potential for great things to happen, but they just aren't as bold, you know? They don't have the courage mm. of Ryan Johnson. They don't. Most courageous, <laughs> genius director I know. He's truly a brilliant man. Genius writer-director Ryan Johnson. Genius writer-director Ryan Johnson. Uh, like, I don't know. There's, they're so scared to kill off characters, and then they kill them off in ways that doesn't make sense. It's like, yes, yeah. please kill off the characters, but no. Oh not God, like not like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, please, no, not like that. <laughs> yes, do that, but please, just not like that. <laughs> That's how I felt for a lot of this film. It's like, oh, sure, Leia has a lightsaber. Sure, okay, she's a Jedi, but you know, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like that. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, I don't know. There's so many good ideas and like possible ways that they could have done or like they were the beginnings of a lot of great ideas that just were never brought to fruition and never brought to a truly wonderful place so kind of disappointing overall i didn't hate it i i don't know now that now that i'm thinking more about it in terms of theme in terms of general message i think the last jedi is a better film oh oh really you gotta, you gotta listen to the podcast. But, episode. you're turning to the dark side. <laughs> just from a visual standpoint, from an idea standpoint, I think that this movie has a little bit more going for it. Okay. The Last Jedi was just too, too Ryan Johnson for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too much genius. You're just not yeah, woke I, enough. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I'm too dumb to understand. Obviously, my my IQ yeah. is not high enough to comprehend the details and complexities of the genius of Ryan Johnson. So I'm going to have to give this movie four and a half Suicide Whoa, Squad. Four and a half? That's four so half. low. Do you know what you rated four and a half? Revenge of the Sith? Uh, four and a half, actually. Okay, you're saying it's, it's on the level of Revenge of the Sith? Wow. Uh, Revenge, I don't know, that's... Revenge of the Sith wow. was four and a half. All right, four point yeah. seven five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, four point seven five. Wow. Oh, you guys actually disliked the movie. Well, wow. I'm I'm trashing on it, but like I actually enjoyed it for the most part. Uh, for fun factor, I would give it like factor, a seven. Right? I would give it yeah, a seven. Fun factor. But in terms of substance, it's like a three. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So it's like close to a four point seven five in my head. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Sam? Uh, for me. I didn't like it because it has the same problems as Force Awakens. I watched it recently. Again, not a yeah. bad movie, but like there's no there's no room for stuff to breathe. 
and when it does give you space, it's poorly written. And they don't really know what they're doing. They play it too safe. I think uh, this movie has it worse because I think you guys, I like what you said in the beginning where nothing matters. Like people die, but they're not really dead. Yeah. Or if people do die, it's the people you don't care about. They're, they're such cowards. Like they kill yeah. off people, but they don't leave them dead. No one they ever don't. really dies. Yeah, yeah. No, one's, yeah, yeah. no one's ever gone. Yeah. Really. Palpatine is back then, <laughs> baby. Back it's in like, business. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> back, baby. Yeah, but um, again, I can't, I can't really blame JJ or the writers because honestly, the reason why they played it so safe was our, the the fan reaction. It's honestly the fans that are the problem here. They don't know what they want. But they're extremely vocal when they don't get what they want. You know, it's like you have a girlfriend and you're like, where do you want to eat? And she's like, I don't know. And it's like, this place. No, not that. <laughs> and you list all these places. No, not that. It's like, then what do you want? It's like, I don't know. Yes, but no. <laughs> yes, but no. Not like that. <laughs> yes, but not, not like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah. and, and fans are like that. And if you don't match what they have in their mind, they're going to be extremely angry. But the problem is everyone has something else in their minds than every other fan, and they're not really consistent, so you're never going to make everyone happy. You just can't. you got to stick to your guns and make a movie. And um, that's what Ryan Johnson did, unfortunately. Well, flawed, uh, overall co- cohesive in terms of vision, and people hated it. Because it wasn't Star Wars, uh, according to them. And so then they look at this and they're like, we got to play it safe here. We got to, first of all, bury Ryan Johnson. We're going to make this F.U. Ryan Johnson, the movie. And then we're (laughs) just going to copy everything from Force Awakens and the original trilogy and just distract them enough with action sequences. Because that's going to be non-offensive. No one's going to complain about that. And overall, we end up with such a bland movie. For me, it was bland. There's no, no flavor. All the characters lost their character. Who are these people? I don't know who they are. They're zombies. They have no soul other than Palpatine. God bless Palpatine. <laughs> Carries another film once again. Ian McDermott just puts the movie on his shoulders. He does. He and his frail, it. broken zombie yep. emperor's shoulders. <laughs> just He's like the best to carry it. Yeah, he's GLaDOS. He moves around the same rig, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 6. Uh, I don't think it was bad. Uh, I just think, for me, again, I would have probably given it a 7. Let me see what I gave Star Trek Beyond. Oh, I gave it a 5. Ouch. Wait, actually, wait. We all gave Star Trek Beyond a 5. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Hmm. I should lower my score. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a fun ride, but... I'm sad because you're not going to see a movie like Last Jedi in that someone's going to try something different. Because Solo and Rogue One didn't do as well as it could have. And when they look at this, they're like, we can't make anything different ever in the Star Wars universe. We can't try anything new and exciting. Except for The Mandalorian, which is, I'm hoping, what saves the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, people people kept saying like, "Oh, this is like the Star Wars I remember." When and the Mandalorian really isn't. It really, really isn't. It captures the spirit, different. I think. Yeah. It's very, very different from Star Wars. I mean, it, I don't even know if it captures the spirit. It's a completely different. The only thing it has in common with Star Wars is that all, the, all the 
That was like the cool Star Wars shit in it, and none of the dumb Star Wars shit. There's oh. a little bit. It was a little bit of dumb stuff. Okay, so you're saying don't be dumb. That's what I'm hearing right now. Just don't be dumb. Okay. And it, it's much more a western. It's very, very much a western. Uh, but it has some in- influences from like, uh, oh, was it Kurosawa? I think it might have been Kurosawa. But yeah, it's it's very much like Star Wars was always adventure serials and like space adventure, and this is like very. Like slow, it's like a slow pace western. It's kind of nice. Mm. By the way, I just realized that the uh, ship controllers and yeah. the sh- ships look like Shredder, <laughs> like from Ninja realized. Turtles. Yeah, okay. except with a red and black helmet. It's interesting. I I don't think it's interesting. I just think it's kind of dumb, goofy looking. Going back to it now. And anything else you guys want to add before we uh, end there? I think it's been a two-hour podcast. Wow, it's been pretty yeah. long. I think this, this is our new Suicide Squad, pretty much. <laughs> I'm kidding. Nah. This movie Nowhere is F. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <The sequel. laughs> Star Wars Ryan episode Johnson. 9, throwing Ryan Johnson under a bus. Yeah. We got nothing more to add there. Th- thank you for dropping by. Uh, you can send all your hate mail to Isaiah at pointyhatcast at gmail.com. He gave uh, The Last Jedi a 12. <laughs> Yes, best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yep, you can send us hate mail. Isaiah doesn't like Last Jedi. Me and Barry like it. I think Barry likes it a little more, maybe. You can send Barry all the hate mail. Um, <laughs> you can also send us hate mail for not liking Rise of Skywalker. But will they, though? Will they? <laughs> no one listens to our podcast anyways. <laughs> right. I'm kidding. There's a few people that do. Thank you, whoever you are. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but thank you. Do appreciate it. <laughs> Send us the thank email you if you want. Dedicated for you. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, on that note, uh, thank you for dropping in. Well, we should cover the holiday special. <laughs> on that note, catch you guys next time. Thanks for dropping by, guys. Stay pointy. Stay pointy. Stay pointy. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Unlimited power. 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 Ho 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 ho!